0: Hi there, I'm Shane Spears and welcome to another edition of the Summit Scale podcast, beaming out to you from the beautiful city of Bath in the UK. My guest today is Dr. Ed Jackson. Ed, a very warm welcome. Great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much, Shane. Brilliant. For those of you that don't know him, Dr. Jackson is an educational leader and adjunct professor. He has skill and experience in guiding teams to increased well-being and high performance, and when he's not pursuing his passion to improve society through education, he can be found sharing the message of meaning-centered leadership and adding to the important research on this topic. Brilliant. Ed, the topic of our interview today is meaning-centered leadership, and we have 10 minutes for the interview. If you're ready, I'll start the clock. Yeah, let's roll, Shane. Brilliant. Before... uh, before we get into tell us why meaning-centred leadership is such an important topic.
1: Yeah, you know, Shane, meaning is not a new topic. It's not a 21st century idea. It's not a millennial thing. It's really been around since the dawn of time. It's about humanity. And thousands of years ago, Aristotle and Socrates made some unique observations that happiness isn't what really gives us our foundation, it's finding meaningful work. Uh, providing uh, influence to our communities in a positive way through our work really gives us a strong foundation. And Eastern and Western religious traditions were very much in line with that thinking. The Buddha famously once said, our purpose is to find our purpose and to put our heart into it. And Western religious traditions uh, constantly refer to uh, our work as a way to glorify God, and yet work today seems to be the curse of Adam, right? It's yeah. something that we have to endure. And so it's no uh, surprise, I think, that we have worldwide disengagement scores as high as 85%. Yeah. And the cost to businesses just in the United States alone is estimated at a trillion dollars in replacing people who are voluntarily leaving those organizations. So for well-being and organizational success, meaning does very much matter.
0: Yeah. And so how can our listeners implement meaning-centered leadership to start making, you know, an immediate difference?
1: Yeah, Shane, you know, we at Meaning-Centered Leadership, we conducted research into the way exemplary leaders create organizational meaning for themselves and throughout their organization And from that research, we extracted some of the key things that they do and put them into a a practical practical paradigm of leadership that is both uh, actionable and measurable. And it's the three E's, engagement, empowerment, and expertise. And engagement really is just about creating trusting relationships. We found the number one thing that those people who we surveyed The followers we surveyed what they're looking for in a leader is someone who creates an atmosphere where trusting relationships can flourish because it's within those trusting relationships that meaning can be extracted from the work
0: yeah
1: and we identified that leaders do that by demonstrating care and concern having open communication and active listening you know those followers we surveyed uh, identified that how they measure a leader's character is not in what they say or do, but how well they listen to others. Our second E, empowerment, really is about getting everybody on the same bus and moving in the same direction. And that happens when you have a collaborative vision, a vision that is not something that's stuck on the wall or on your website, but something that's actionable, that people are working towards each and every day. And, And a leader who's present and able to recognize that work and who's also enthusiastic and brings an attitude of gratitude that keeps things moving forward. And the final E, is expertise and looking at wisdom as the bedrock of that expertise which is really experience grounded in principles so what are those principles that your organization uses as its as its bedrock its foundation and also is that leader optimistically able to look down the road two three and five years in future cast uh with his employees and be positive and optimistic that they're able to answer the challenges of the future while they're managing the tasks of today. And finally, a humble leader is needed. You know, in the book, Good to Great, Mm. one of the interesting things that was identified is great organizations are led by humble leaders. Leaders who aren't afraid to ask questions, admit mistakes, uh, and establish a growth mindset throughout the organization, those types of things lead to creating meaning in organizations. So we offer those three E's engagement, empowerment, and expertise as just very clear ways to uh, create well-being for your employees while optimizing the success of your organization. Yeah.
0: And just, just um, when you talk about the expertise, that third E, is that expertise in your organization or is that in the leader? How, how, how does that expertise kind of manifest?
1: Well, that's that's a really good question because we have we found different answers. Uh, each leader had some different ideas about how they manifest that wisdom and they grow it in the organization right. and grow expertise. And a lot of them do it through storytelling, uh, talking about things that they've overcome in the past. Uh, one of uh, the technology leaders in the Silicon Valley I had the opportunity to interview talked about uh, you know being being frugal with your investment dollars. These are other people's dollars yeah. that they've invested in our company and we need to be conservative in our business uh, practices that so we safeguard that. Uh, and another leader talked about the constant need to have mentors in the organization. Another uh, technology leader I interviewed mentioned that each uh, of the leaders in their organization needed to have two mentors that they were constantly working with to develop their perspective and kind of widen um their ability to see the bigger part of business. So it
0: really is multiple uh, different tracks that we saw leaders taking to grow that expertise. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. And how can our listeners learn more about meaning centered leadership? Well, I really hope they'll uh, visit us at meaningcenteredleadership.com
1: uh, and take an opportunity to, to, to look at our, our new book, Meaning Centered Leadership Skills and Strategies for uh, Increase employee well-being and organizational success, uh, as well as um, participating in our blogs and and reading those, connecting with us. We've got some videos up there as well. Really like to hear from leaders. I heard from a young leader just the other day. I had an opportunity to connect with him, and he's in our first part of our book on engagement, right. and he's talking about some of the, employing some of the skills and strategies and how he found immediate success just in connecting with others, more spiles at the workplace, things of that nature, he felt it had an immediate impact. And, and that's what we really want to do. We want to share this story uh, for pop for its potential to bring positive impact to the workplace.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant stuff, Ed. I could talk to you all day about this, but uh, thank you for so much for giving after your time and, and, t- and uh, talking to us today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Shane.